With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Let me tell you, as I speak, there is a real war going on between the White House and its Department of Justice. And there's even talk of Merrick Garland being fired by the president. We'll get you up to speed on that, I promise, a little bit later today. I mean, this is ugly, these war words. Later today at 1 o'clock this afternoon, the one and only Steve Hilton will finally join us this week. Once again, we had to bounce all over the place on time because he was traveling all over the place Tuesday, the day that he was supposed to be joining us, and a lot of you know this. He was in New York at the Fox Studios doing that early morning program where he's like the lone guy on the round couch with all the news beauties talking about the news of the day. And he did, it was a fun show. He did very well. Anyway, as we get close to the primary, I'm getting these questions from you. Can I just vote for anybody? Is that how it works now? <sighs> We, don't we do this every time? Yeah. And, you know, the rules change in California, and you voted for that some time back. So I'm going to go through that today, what you can and can't do in the primary when that comes around in March. And it's coming up shortly. Biden, as you know, really lost it. And maybe this has to do with what's going on between the White House and the uh, DOJ. But he really lost it when the special counsel, Robert Herr, um, made some mentions in the document situation, the documents that he was retaining that he was having some he being the president was having some cognitive problems and first off there are going to be no charges placed against the president for keeping those documents even though he broke many laws as the vice president taking documents that he shouldn't have had and retaining the documents so robert Hur made the basic comment that he did not willfully retain the classified documents um, but he willfully shared them with other people And he also mentioned that in a recent press conference, the president had trouble remembering when his son, Bo, had died. And the president just went off. How the hell dare he? And using words that I dare not use on the program, he was highly offended. And he's reacted in such a way that, and I can back this up, that White House staff and now the Democrats are very, very worried about the president's cognitive impairment that but guarantees he will not be the candidate for president in 2024. I think he's um, basically cut the cord on that one right there through his own undoing. Um, and he may not know that yet, but it, it's he's not going to be there. He's not, and I don't mean he's going to die. You know, he's 81. Anything is possible, but he is not going to be the Democratic uh, candidate for president. Yeah, but who? Then we can start that one. Will it be Michelle? Michelle Obama, please, she hates politics. She didn't want her husband to run for senator. She didn't want him to run for president. What the hell would she be doing parachuting into this? Probably nothing. Anyway, um, (laughs) there's so much going on. It's just like, I don't know where I want to start today. The one thing that's really teeing me off, and there were a couple of you, maybe one of you, that called in this week and caught it, and now it's really beginning to come official. In these Democratic areas... They are using illegal alien population to expand the census to gain seats 
in the House of Representatives. We know they, they're caught red-handed, the Democrats. We know now that's exactly what this is all about. It's about representation, congressional representation and presidential representation, and it's really going to be screwing up the electoral process in this country. And that's why they're welcoming and harboring all of these illegal aliens, although now they're paying for it. It's going to warp the Electoral College, and that's exactly the game that's being played. It's been exposed. And again, I say caught red-handed. This is what it's exactly all about. So I'm going to go off on this one today big time. And specifically next week, Victor Davis Hanson will be joining us on this. And wait until you hear what he has to say. This is very disturbing. Speaking of a crime and crime waves, more in California. California is sending even more up to Oakland in the way in law enforcement. We know of 120 uh, highway patrolmen being moved up there. Now the possibility of police and sheriffs from other jurisdictions being moved into Oakland because it's apparently a war zone. Speaking of a war zone, Iran, back in the Middle East, hitting dozens of U.S. you know related targets right now. So that obviously means we did not do the job beginning last Friday and over the weekend targeting the bad guys. But we are targeting the bad guys now. In the latest bunch of strikes, we have been specifically targeting the Houthi rebels, these Yemeni brigands that are causing all the problems. Um, I've got a bunch of what you know looks like military notes. They're not secret in all of that about what's happening in the uh, Red Sea and what these strikes are all about, and I'll try and translate them. We see now that uh, even Germany is moving a warship into the Red Sea to help with an EU uh, effort to stop the, the Houthi rebels from disrupting all of the trade in that area. And I would have bet every ounce of money I had on this one. We've been talking a lot about artificial intelligence. And I knew Iran would be pulling something with, with AI soon. And they have. I would, I would have bet the bank what they've done with AI if they had busted in to a UAE, United Arab Emirates, news service, streaming deep fake news with artificial intelligence, and they've created the UAE news anchors, familiar people, showing images of these individuals who are showing images of what is said to be mutilated Palestinian bodies, um, you know, ruined and, and chopped up in the process by the Israelis committing war uh, war crimes in the Gaza. And we keep hearing about this all over the place. The UAE and other areas caught on to it. And that makes Iran even look much worse through the eyes of their, you know, their Arab neighbors. Now, this disruption of this UAE report also happened in Canada and the United Kingdom. But they're on to it, too. But how many people saw it and believed it and now are under the impression that Israel is in Gaza chopping up bodies of children and, and, and women and men? And, oh, my God. I mean, I would have bet the bank they would have done this. I'm a little excitable about this one, but I would have bet everything. And we've got every ounce of reliable intelligence from the UAE and other Middle Eastern and EU sources saying this was Iranian artificial intelligence. And I mentioned this report earlier this week that's coming out of a couple of independent areas that Iran is going to have the bomb within a week. And some people have poo-pooed that. I had my dear friend Tom Del Picaro on the other day, and he believed that they're about a year away, six months away. Uh, now we're even getting more reports from uh, Scandinavian concerns, uh, different 
you know, areas of intelligence and scientific intelligence who look into these things. And they say that uh, Iran very soon is going to be capable of creating six nuclear bombs a month. And then after that, one a week. And they're at that point. And let the games begin. I hope not. Speaking of Iran, Meta or Facebook or Instagram or whatever you want to call them this week, they have decided to do away with the Instagram account of the uh, supreme leader of Iran, Ali Khamenei, top mullah. Um, these are American companies, Facebook, Meta, you know, Instagram. And, you know, it's, it's finally time they started acting like American companies and getting rid of all of these idiots who are using their social media services. You know, I, I, this is not good. Now, Khamenei, on his um, Middle Eastern version of Instagram, he's got over 5 million followers. On the English version, there's only 204,000. But all of those people are going to be just brokenhearted because his Instagram account is gone. Thank you, Mr. Zuckerman, whoever owns it. And again, these are American companies, and they need to start acting like it, you know? It's, it's just time. It's just time. Catching up on the Colorado ballot situation in the Supreme Court, it really appears that all of the justices are very skeptical of the arguments to kick Trump off of the ballot. The Supreme Court seems very poised as of yesterday to issue a, an extremely lopsided decision like 9-0, rejecting these challenges to uh, you know get away with putting him on the ballot. Even the brilliant Gavin Newsom has said, you can't take Donald Trump off the ballot. That's just not the way it works. So if he gets it, I'm, I'm sure the Supremes get it. Um, these justices across, and I want to be clear on this, all ideological borders, the entire ideological spectrum, and I want to express loudly, have been on the same page expressing much skepticism about a number of the aspects of the ruling from the Colorado Supreme Court that Mr. Trump and his conduct trying allegedly to subvert the 2020 race made him ineligible to hold office under the constitutional provision that bars people who have sworn support to the Constitution that have gone out and engaged actively hands-on an insurrection, which he didn't do. He hasn't even been tried for it. And the more we learn about that, the more he's distanced from that because that's not what happened. But still, this, this court of seven Democrats was still split 4-3. 4-3. It was, it was just one, one vote that took Trump off the ballot in Colorado. And it was one person that took him off in Maine. So this, this will set precedent for the whole country, and we can finally get on with this one. Not since 2000. Did the Supreme Court, you know, when they had to hand the uh, presidency to George Bush because he wanted electoral, electorally, Bush Gore, uh, has the Supreme Court assumed such a direct position in a presidential race contest? So here we are. You're in the middle of history again. Lucky you. We're living through some really wild times. Here in California, there's a tornado that possibly touched down, possibly, you think you'd know, but in central, on the central coast area as of Wednesday. And there are the possibilities of tornadoes manifestations uh, in, in Southern California. And speaking of Southern California, what is the biggest scam in the state of California? It happens to be in Southern California, and it happens to be at the happiest place on earth. Oh, Mickey and Donald, tell me it's not true. What a day this is going to be. Phone numbers, 490-5858-800-776-5858 for the Ray Appleton program in its 37th year. Ah, 
on KMJ, KMJNow.com, and wherever you stream, we're everywhere. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, everybody, this is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day, plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network on YouTube or wherever you listen. Let me just get this out of the way, uh, and I'm I'm beginning to hear from people. Primaries coming up. What can I do? Do I get to vote for anybody I want to get to vote for? No, I mean things changed in California, and luckily a lot of information came out today on what you can and can't do. So, just listen up, <clears throat> please. There are different rules for the presidential contest and state races on March the fifth ballot. Different rules, and each party has their own rules. Okay. So no wonder a lot of California voters are, like, confused on how to cast ballots on the March the 5th primary. It's really two primaries, the way I see it, wrapped into one with two different sets of rules. Okay? So for the U.S. Senate, the U.S. House, the state legislature races, listen, California holds an open primary. And this is what you voted for. And I thought it was dumb, and it still is. Someday I hope we get to vote it back the old way. Voters, no matter how they're registered, can pick anybody in anybody's party. Which means you don't have to be a registered Republican to vote for a Republican candidate in the U.S. Senate primary. You can do that if you're registered with no party preference or another party or even if you're a Democrat. And if you want to vote for one of the Democrats in the race... You'll have that option, too, even if you're a registered Republican, God forbid. Um, So the two top vote-getters, regardless of party affiliation, advance to the November general election. And that's why often in the races in California, you see two Democrats going after each other. You talk about a monopoly. (laughs) You talk about a mob rule by big numbers. But it's different in the presidential primary because... You can only cast a ballot on the Republican side at this point. 
a choice between the front runner, Donald Trump, and Nikki Haley, if you're registered in California as a Republican. You follow? That's pretty easy to figure out. The state GOP has chosen to stage a closed presidential primary, which means voters registered with no party preference cannot participate. The same goes for the Green and Peace and Freedom parties. But the California Democratic Party allows even voters who aren't registered Democrats to vote in the presidential primary. They'll take anybody on their side. (laughs) Although there's a catch. There's a catch. Unaffiliated voters who are otherwise set to receive ballots that don't have the presidential race on it will need to request a ballot that includes the presidential race. Do you hear me? That's for the Democratic rules there. Uh, Let me explain again. Let me explain again. The Democratic Party here in California lets anybody vote in the presidential primary. But there's that one catch. If you're, if you, if you're, you know, choose not to say which party you're in, if you're unaffiliated or whatever, if you want to receive that Democratic ballot with the presidential person on it, which is probably going to be Biden or somebody else at this point, uh, you've, got, you've got to request it. Otherwise, you're going to get a ballot that does not have the presidential race on it. You'll need to request it. And I want to make sure you understand that this includes the presidential race. To change party registration, you'll need to re-register to vote. The last day to do that online for this primary is February 20. You got it? And if you're registering or re-registering less than 15 days before March the 5th, you must complete same-day voter registration and request your ballot in person at your county elections office or polling location. And we don't have polling locations anymore, of course. (laughs) I don't think we do. God, I wish we did. So you'll have to go downtown, you know, election office. Uh, There. So you you got it? It's it's just, it's easy. If you're a Republican and you want to vote in, you know, know, the Republican presidential primary, you've got to be a registered Republican. If you're a Democrat and you want to vote in the presidential primary for whoever the Democratic candidate's going to be, you can be anybody. But if you're an unaffiliated voter, you have to request a ballot with the presidential race on it because you'll get a ballot that doesn't have the presidential race on it. You got it? You got it? Now, on the uh, just to repeat again, if you're voting for Senate or House, you can vote for anybody you want. You don't have to be a registered Republican to vote for a Republican candidate in the Senate. You don't have to be a registered Democrat to vote for a Democrat. You can vote for whoever you want. It's open. It's open. Top two vote-getters always wind up on the ballot, and often in this state, as I mentioned, it's two Democrats. Okay? There's a lot of national and international news today. I just want to hit one more thing about California. Undoubtedly, when Steve Hilton calls in at 1 o'clock this afternoon for his segment this week, we'll talk about the situation in Oakland. But just to throw it out there now, Mayor Sheng Tao speaks at a news conference and has indicated, we got problems. Gavin Newsom is broadening his push to crack down on crime in Oakland, dispatching prosecutors, along with a bunch of new cops, to bolster the newly deployed California Highway Patrol officers up there, 120 of them. And it's even in the wind that there may be in the near future or now, police and sheriffs from other jurisdictions. 
So the effort was announced yesterday. It, it reflects the growing public frustration in Oakland, where violence and property crimes have just ruined the political climate up there and fueled a million recall drives, and it's ugly. And I've not been to Oakland in ages. I got no clue. I haven't been there, but apparently uh, those that have, <laughs> who have let me know, it ain't fun. It also illustrates how the, the rising crime concerns throughout California have become a political liability. Drawing in the attention of, of, of Newsom and the Attorney General Rob Bonta, and they're both, you know, as worthless as you know what's on a bore as far as crime goes. Also, the other Democratic, uh, Democratic state legislators very worried now about what's happening. Quote, the narrative around the lawlessness and crime in Oakland being way out of control has clearly gotten the attention of both the governor and the attorney general. That's a fellow by the name of Justin Burton, who's a political consultant who worked for the former Oakland mayor, Libby Schaff, lives in the city. The national story about Oakland is horrific right now. So that's going to rub off on Gavin Newsom and Rob Bonta. And clearly, their offices. <laughs> yes, clearly. Further underscoring this political shift, the San Francisco mayor, London Breed, the San Jose mayor, Matt Mann, yesterday endorsed a ballot measure spearheaded by a coalition of retailers and, and prosecutors to roll back, you've been hearing about it on John and Christina's show and mine, to roll back all of the crap in Prop 47. London Breed is going for that. Wow. <laughs> wow. And that's by increasing the penalties for property and drug crimes. The Democratic mayors have even embraced more stringent approach. And this is just after four years after you voters voted in this, this ballot measure that you thought was completely something else because it was titled wrong and, you know, it was the Roses and Lollipops Initiative or whatever it was called. So those changing... Political dynamics are manifesting in Oakland, a city of more than 400,000, where a surge of carjackings, shootings, murders have galvanized voters, led local businesses to close permanently, spurred major employers to step up security measures. Bonta said in an interview that the mayor and other you know, officials have asked the state for help, and he noted that the crime spikes in Oakland in the last year, and you know, even outside of Oakland, have uh, made California a, a tough place to live. Nice, nice language, Rob. We're talking about, we've been talking about this for a long time, he said. Sure. This week's announcement comes after a great number of conversations happening simultaneously amongst different leaders that represent Oakland. He probably just got wind of it over the weekend, to be real honest with you. Newsom decried <laughs> this alarming and unacceptable hike in crime when he announced that surge in, you know, 120 CHP officers earlier this week. And that's one of the, the largest operations in his tenure, you know, involving crime. Bonta, who's a possible contender for governor, God forbid, in 2026, hails from the Oakland area. He should be ashamed. He should be on this like a duck on a June bug, and he's just getting around to it. The East Bay is my homeland, and I'm committed to ensuring, yeah, you don't need to hear anymore, because you know exactly what he said. It's just, you know, political doublespeak. So this is going to hurt both of them politically for a long time because the word is going to get out, you know, nationally that Oakland is a war zone and they let it get that way. And especially with Bonta coming from that area, he's, you know, politically dead in the water, I would assume, I would hope. 
I think, you know, Democrats have some memory and some spine and some morals, many. And, you know, crime it hurts everybody. I don't care, liberal, conservative, progressive, whatever you are. You know, we got to band together and just get rid of it. This is something else that's very important today. This whole situation with the illegal aliens in the country and what the Democrats are now trying to do with it. And it, it was becoming apparent earlier this week that this was a ploy on population for gains in the, the, the House of Representatives and also for a little presidential power in the Electoral College. So these Democratic-controlled states already have gained congressional seats by welcoming and harboring illegal aliens. It's a fact. And this warped representation is carried over into the Electoral College. And Congress has got to put an end to this electoral influencing of the growing non-citizen population. This is what the game was all about. It really wasn't so much the vote, it was just having the bodies. So the open border has enabled the left to amass more political power in the Democratic-controlled states, even though they're paying for it dearly. And they've gained congressional seats by welcoming and harboring illegal aliens. Now, as president, Donald Trump saw, you know, some of this going on during the Obama administration and, you know, wanted to halt this wrongdoing by ordering a census to exclude all non-citizens from apportionment. And he got away with it because it was legal. He can do that. But one of President Biden's first act in office was to reverse that policy. And that's when he opened the border. And he reversed that policy, then opened the border in order. You see what's going on here? Yeah. So barring the census from including non-citizens in its apportionment is critical in making sure that American citizens are the only population who can and should vote in U.S. elections and are picking American leaders. But they're doing this as non-voters just by their mere presence in these democratic cities. Sanctuary cities, that was the plot all along. Biden's international border crisis has produced an unprecedented apportionment issue. It's going to distort representation that states have in the House. It's going to distort how many electoral votes that are going to go down in presidential elections. What a stunt. Congressional and the Electoral College apportionment is, as I understand it, is based upon the residents as determined by the census. As I understand it, as I know it, we all know that. Currently, census includes non-citizens and illegal aliens. Two categories. Non-citizens and those that are guests <laughs> as residents. Consequently, a state can gain extra congressional districts and representation in Congress thanks to the presence of large population that isn't legally allowed to vote. Isn't there something wrong with that? They're gaining these Democratic seats by not votes, but by population. Again, the representation in Congress and these congressional districts that are extra is thanks to the presence of a large population that isn't, illegal, isn't legally allowed to vote. Since the number of congressional seats is limited to 435, the additional representation comes at the expense of other states 
who lose seats as a result. Oh, gosh, and those are red states. Whoop-de-doo. You got it now? A lot of you are probably putting the brakes on your car, hitting your head against the wall, slapping your forehead, going, oh, my God. The warped representation even carries over to the Electoral College, where each state is allotted a number of votes equal to the number of senators and representatives in the congressional delegation. Now, I will forever defend the Electoral College. Otherwise, we're going to have, without it, with just, you know, a popular vote, you're going to have California and New York electing the president forever and forevermore. That's it. Nobody else, no other state has a chance. This puts the states all on equal footing, except for this stunt with 13 million illegal aliens. In 2018, there was a um, lawsuit against the Census Bureau with the Commerce Department by then uh, Representative Mo Brooks, who I believe was out of uh, either Arkansas or Alabama. And he wrote, that I have, in a state in which a large share of the population cannot vote, those who do not vote count more than those who live in a state where a larger share of the population is made up of American citizens. Counting a large illegal alien population in the census appropriates voting power from Americans and bestows it on others. Solving this very flawed process is paramount to the importance of going on an election year. First, excluding non-citizens, tens of millions who are, you know, illegal aliens from apportionment, would discourage the sanctuary policies. It would. I mean, I get it now. I get it. Sanctuary jurisdictions like California, Illinois, New York. They've welcomed illegal immigrants, at least in part to keep their populations high. In California, it hasn't worked (laughs) because of the mass exodus of others that do vote and have businesses and have, you know, the money and hire the employees. And Oh, my God. During the uh, 2021 hearing about Haitian Haitian migrants, um, Representative Yvette Clark, the Democrat from New York, stated that her district can absorb a significant number of these migrants, adding, I need more people in my district just for redistricting purposes. She let that cat out of the bag. These states need to keep their population numbers inflated with illegals because American citizens are fleeing in droves due to their disastrous policies. New York and California, and now Illinois, making it clear these states and their radical governors that they won't be able to use illegal aliens in the future to cook the books, is Im- it's imperative to maintain a disproportionate political power and money, and that's going to go a long way towards breaking sanctuary policies. Hard. So, secondly, um, to paraphrase in, in, in my words, no, no longer including non-citizens in apportionment is going to help. And it's only going to ensure that American citizens, Republicans, Democrats, independents, will shape the political landscape ourselves and pick our future leaders. Letting states include millions of aliens in their census counts. It's equivalent to letting foreign countries determine the political destiny of the United States, which is unacceptable. 
if you're in New York, if you're in California, if it happens here, if you're in Illinois, and all of a sudden, hey, look at all these districts we're gaining. As a Democrat, is it worth the price you're paying in those states for what you're going through and what you're going to have to pay for these illegals in the way of crime, in the way of support, all of that? Is, is that is that trade-off worth it? This, this, by any other standard, would be as illegal as hell in any other country. It's really amazing, and it comes at a time when Borden's support, uh, Biden's support amongst Hispanics is tanking. <laughs> What's the reason? The border crisis. So, uh, very quickly, to address this issue and restore trust in the electoral process... Congress has to pass legislation to ensure that all future apportionment and those determinations are only made by American citizens living in those districts. Period. End of statement. Overdone. And, of course, if, you know, Trump gets back in office, he'll make it illegal again. Just as he did before. And the problem was solved. And again, just for the record, Biden, first week, got rid of that. First week after that, open the border. There's a plan all along. Premeditated. This is KMJ, the Ray Appleton program. Comments, I mean, this has got to get under your skin. 490-5858-800-776-5858. Have at it if you wish. Coming up, we've got some information, some audio about the Biden meltdown over the decision yesterday by the DOJ and the report from Robert Hur, I mean, he's get, he's off the hook, but he didn't like the language in it. And this is why there's all this talk today about Merrick Garland hitting the road and blah, blah, blah. I'll get you up to speed on that. And uh, also Steve Hilton coming up at 1 o'clock, and we have a lot to talk about with him today and include some of the stuff we're talking about right now. Phone calls on this issue of illegals inflating the census and the electoral stuff uh, Fernando, you're on KMJ. Hi, what's up? Thank you, man. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Hey, uh, here's the deal. Uh, didn't anybody see this coming? Like when it really first started to happen? Well, you Trump know? did. That's why he put his, put an end to it. Oh my God. I mean, I, you know, here's the deal. Uh, what are we going to do? I, I, you know, it's going to, as you know, uh, it's just going to, just take away from everything else that we have worked so hard for to make everything work properly. And and that includes our own political destiny. So you're right on about that. Go on. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I do security for a living. So I do, I, I, I see a lot of this and that and that and this and uh, wow. It's just, Hey, I just want to, I just want to make it short and simple before I actually get stupid here. Cause I'm so, I'm so fed up with this stuff. You it's know, very easy to get stupid in this day and age. I'll clue you brother. Oh um, my God. Thank you for agreeing with me on that. And I thank you for the call. All right. Thank you for my call. Yeah. And I'm thanking all you right. for your call. <laughs> Have a great oh, weekend. If you possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm a Seahawks fan. Go Seahawks. But you know what? My, my fiance is Niners. So you know what? I got to lean towards that. <laughs> she'll love you all the more oh that's it all right cool thank take, you take care fernando bye-bye um yeah, it's really easy to get stupid right now nothing is more perilous to safety of a community than a prosecutor who won't you know enforce the laws 
And we're seeing a lot of that because of what Fernando and I just talked about. In New York, you know, it's a close second place to a justice system that goes to hell, I'll tell you. This is a justice system that elected Democrats consciously, who are undermining the community's capacity to detain dangerous criminals. And you know where I'm going with this. If you're wondering how it is that a gang of illegal aliens are able to maul two New York cops near Times Square in broad daylight and on video, you got to consider the, uh, I'll call it the, 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 the toxic combination of a couple of factors. It is commonly, although mistakenly believed, that there is a right to bail. <laughs> of course, it depends on where you live. And that a person who has been arrested is supposed to be released from custody pending trial. It is understandable that, that many of us are under a little bit of this misimpression. So after all, you know, under the constitutional due process principles, an accused is presumed innocent until you know what? Until the Eighth Amendment speaks about, you know, setting, setting bail. So where, where is it all going wrong in this particular case of these illegal aliens that are getting away with some horrible things? To look at it more carefully, what the amendment says, excessive bail shall not be required, as I recall. This does not mean that bail must be set in every case. It means that in cases in which bail is set, help me out, attorneys, uh, and I know many, in cases which uh, pretrial release is appropriate, the bail terms must not be set so high that the defendant couldn't possibly meet them. I got that right? So if a person of sparse means, like a bunch of illegal aliens, uh, is accused of petty theft, it'd be, would, it would be ridiculous to set the bail at a million dollars. The accused doesn't have that sort of resource. Or no people who would be able to come up with that kind of posting on their behalf. Yet some crimes are sufficiently serious. And some defendants are so, you know, rootless in the jurisdiction where the crime took place, again, an illegal alien in New York, that bail, you know, maybe should not be set. Plus, due process does not mean bail is required. It's, I'm, I'm getting too into the weeds here. It simply means bail may not be denied, absent fair legal process, after which the suspect may be detained. That doesn't undermine the presumption of innocence, and the presumption, you know, will still apply at trial, which is it's intended for. So traditionally... The first inquiry in bail questions is a risk of flight. What are the conditions necessary to assure the court is uh, sure that the accused will show up for trial and the other court proceedings? And when a person is, you know, just arrived illegal alien who's video recorded committing a serious crime, he should be detained immediately and forever as a flight risk. He has no roots in the community. He is rootless. That's why I use that word. And his roots are in another country. So New York blew this from the moment one. Moreover, under federal law, he should already be detained because he's illegally present. Did you hear that? Under federal law, he should be detained because he's illegally present, which gives him an even more powerful incentive to flee if he's released, and they did. But of course, in New York, the so-called sanctuary city which does not recognize and refuses to assist in the enforcement of federal immigration laws. And that's where this whole freaking thing broke down. And that's why these guys got out, flipped us off, and flipped the sheets, and they're gone in the wind.
This is KMJ. Hour number two coming up. Your phone calls. I see you. And more on this stupid situation in New York. More on these inflated numbers in Democratic states that are going to corrupt the Electoral College and congressional representation. Our destiny, our political destiny, always in our hands, is now, well, it's we're in trouble. This is KMJ. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. That's it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. That doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. That's and if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was. hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen.